Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio Ship Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair at Kane Radio. And got an intriguing and busy show for you today. Of course, we'll start off with our local golf news and results of local golf clubs. And then about 5.20, uh, we'll catch up with uh, UL head coach Theodore Sliman, and uh, he'll give us a recap of the amazing and uh, really miraculous Sunbelt Conference Championship he brought home with him from Annandale Golf Course in Jackson, Mississippi. And then about a quarter to six, my grandson Drew's playing in the state high school championships. We'll chat with him and see how his round went today at the forums in Karen Grove. So uh, a lot of good stuff coming up in golf as we're uh, into the spring and Golf's a, a big issue, a big uh, highlight in the sports world today. So let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Let me shut off old Kenny here so uh, he doesn't bother us. Certainly want to thank Mr. Coca-Cola Bottling Company, Lee Tadford himself. He is the CEO and director of Coke in our area, and uh, we appreciate his sponsorship of Chip Shots as well as a bunch of the uh, local high school sports we've been doing lately. And then uh, GolfBalls.com, they're located on a boulevard right there in Lafayette, a big-time sponsor for us. Anything you want in golf, you can get from uh, GolfBalls.com. You can go in there and uh, try out all the latest equipment, hit golf balls into their simulator, and uh, maybe buy a set of clubs or pick up some merchandise from them. If they don't have it, you can't get it in golf. Then, of course, our local golf clubs Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. <clears throat> Let's start out with Atchafalaya. Uh, they recently aer- aerified their greens, so they're in pretty good shape. They did that last month. Uh, of course, we're in May now, right? Today's May 1st, and uh, last month wasn't that far along ago. So they aerified their greens, and uh, then they're going to start to have Thursday scrambles, kind of like what Sugar Oaks does on their Wednesday scrambles, Twilight scrambles. Nine holes, 5.30 shotgun start. Entry fee includes golf, your prizes, and a hamburger after play. It's only uh, $25 if you're a pass holder and uh, $40 if you're not a pass holder, so that's to the public. So to enter, 985-395-4653. That's a Chaffalaya golf course. Our most recent pro-am was played at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. 142 players, pretty much a record for Abbeville, was played uh, on Wednesday and Thursday, April 5th and 6th. And uh, the first place team went to Doug B. Art, who is a director of our Pro-Am Association. And uh, along with Lynn LeBlanc, Robert Burton, and Cheryl Granger, they were plus 10, winning $150 each. And that is redeemable at golfballs.com. Finishing second was Benny Dronette, Jay Frederick, Dan Hildalgo, Paul Golson. They were plus eight, winning $100. In third place, Roy Poche, Wally Boyd, Robert Burton, and Brenda Gidry. Plus seven, they won $60. <coughs> Individually, A player was Jason Abair, minus one. B player, Larry DePlantis, plus eight. C player, Rene D'Artez, plus six. And the D player, Glenn Dupuy, plus 11. This week's the uh, next edition of the uh, Cadiana Pro-Am for May, and it's going to be played at Cane Row. You can play either Wednesday or Thursday, because uh, today and tomorrow will be their high school uh, golf tournaments. Uh, I'll be talking more about that when we catch up with Drew. 
Then down at Bellevue, the Acadiana High School had their Boys and Girls Three-Man Scramble, which is a fundraiser for Acadiana High. First place winner was Dean Dashe, Doug Robichaud, and Dwayne Louvier, minus 17. Then down at Eagle Ridge, they're uh, looking for uh, a little bit of help around in and around that golf shop. They want a cart boy to do uh, cart put up the carts at night, clean them, pick up the trash. They're also looking for a maintenance guy. So uh, check out Gary Kidd if you uh, have a, <laughs> a kid interested in uh, a high schooler interested in uh, picking up some part-time work. Holding ones were prevalent out at Eagle Ridge recently, and they came in bunches. And they have a hole-in-one pool at Eagle Ridge. You put up $5 per month. And if you're in the hole-in-one pool and you make a hole-in-one with a, with a witness, you win the, the, the top prize. And look at this. Dr. Randy O'Brien, Friday, March 31st, made a hole-in-one on number 17, winning $2,000. You think he had to buy some drinks? And then, right before that, Corey Landry on Friday, February 26th, made a hole-in-one also on number 17, he won $2,000 as well. So now those two guys uh, took all the money and they ran. Uh, the Holy One pool is depleted. They'll have to build it back up. But they do have 50 members, and that $50 a month, that'll, uh, that'll pick up real quick if nobody makes a Holy One uh, in the next few months. Also at Eagle Ridge, they are tremendously busy due to their unlimited golf for three years' uh, seasons. And it's unlimited golf for only $49 a year. That totals $177 for the three years. You've got to sign up for all three years, but who wouldn't? If you're just a casual golfer, this is an unbelievable deal. And uh, because of that, they've, uh, they've been rarely busy, fairly busy. Kane Rowe, here's their specials. Veterans, and we all love veterans and want to honor our veterans. Kane Rowe's doing so as well, so... On Wednesdays, their active or retired veterans are only $25 plus tax to play around a golf at Cane Row, and it's in good shape, so uh, you need to go out there and give it a try. Senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is $35 plus tax, and then that twilight rate after 3 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30 plus tax, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35 plus tax. Good rates there. But if you want to be a member, it's only $142 a month. You get all kind of perks and discounts, starting out with uh, their merchandise in their pro shop, 20% off of all their soft goods. That's a pretty good price there, as uh, they have a well-stocked pro shop. Hard goods, you get 10% off if you're a member, and this is the one that I think is the most valuable. It's You can book your tee time one week in advance, where all the uh, outside players, the green feet players, can only do it a day in advance. And uh, so you get your choice tee time one week in advance if you're a member. They also charge your handicap on the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. Pretty good stuff there. And uh, they're also uh, licensed to sell UL logoed merchandise. And uh, for golfers, that's a hot item right now is uh, the Raging Cajuns are the 2023 Sunbelt Conference champions, and uh, I'm sure a lot of the uh, buzz that's been going on around Acadiana because of that, you might want to pick up something for your loved one who's a Raging Cajun fan from the Cane Row Golf Shop. Cane Row's not without hole-in-ones. They got bunches, too. 
They just don't have a hole-in-one pool like Eagle Ridge does. But Asa Tibbs made a hole-in-one on March 25th on hole number 8. A couple of days later, March 29th, Jay Smith followed on hole number 17. Congratulations uh, to these guys on uh, hole-in-ones. That's a, a, a treat for a golfer to make a hole-in-one. Have that on your resume. All right, coming up at Kane Row, the Michael Desimo, Coach, coach Mike Desimo, the head coach for the Raging Cajuns football program. They're going to have their fundraiser Saturday, March 6th at Kane Row. It's a four-man scramble beginning at 8 o'clock, and uh, UL coaches will meet and greet for lunch, and Coach Bez Desimo will be doing uh, his closing remarks. Kane uh, Row, uh, this coming Saturday, May 6th, and look at the silent auction I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take that. That's probably Theodore. I'm. Uh, they got a bunch of stuff for their silent auction, but uh, we'll, if we get a chance, we'll get back to that after we take uh, this phone call. Well, doesn't look like it's Theodore. If it is, he got the wrong number. Hello there, box girl. Let me turn on your mic. Hey, Ted. Trying to rush through this so we can uh, catch up with Theodore. He's supposed to call us about 20 after. So uh, Kane Rowe had the Iberia Medical Center uh, golf tournament. Rhett Viator of Land Sales, his team won with a 55. And then uh, on the net side, Tom Beard Construction, that's Douglas's brother, 53. And they won the net side. Jimmy Picard Memorial Tournament, big time uh, guy there. He was a well-liked guy that uh, they've started up this memorial tournament for him. Recently, Jack Lee and Josh Fuller Love beat Scott Shea and Brody LeBlanc. They both shot 128 and went to a playoff and won that event. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials, Monday and Tuesday, eight, nine or 18 holes, only $22. My favorite one is the all-day special, $31. Play as many holes as you want, and it's on Wednesday. Of course, that's the day where they have their twilight scramble, so you can jump on with that as well. Coming up at Sugar Oaks, this coming Friday, May 5th, is the uh, 4-H tournament. I don't know what annual it is, but it's up there in the uh, double digits for sure because I can remember that tournament when I was working there, raising funds for the 4-H kids. And here's a fun tournament coming up at Sugar Oaks. It's called the Divorce Scramble. Sunday, May 21st, men get to hit the shots but can't putt. The ladies putt but can't hit the shots. That's why they call it a divorce. The Huey Possum Tournament was played at Sugar Oaks um, this past week. First place went to L.J. Mayard, along with Brantley Boudreau and Thomas Biner. They shot 9-under, 63. Tied for second was Doug Streety, Seth Trebo, and Lucky Booty. They tied David Thibodeau, Justin Thibodeau, and Ross Thibodeau. Bunch of Thibodeaus, Huey Thibodeau. And Ron Possum Giad. Good time was held by all over there. Then that Twilight Scramble, like I said on Wednesday, Cheryl Granger, Olin Granger, and Paul LaDesseur shot four in the par and won that. And then on Sunday, their shootout, Paul LaDesseur and Paul Olivier had 24 points, went in the front, went in the back was Ryan Hornsby, Robert Burton, Keith Domingue with 24 points. And the all important skins where you win cash, Paul Olivier, two. Ryan Hornsby, Olin Granger, Robert Burton, one each. Sugar Oaks is also hiring 
and looking for a cart attendant, someone to put up the carts and wash them and pick up the trash around the pro shop. So if you're a young boy coming out of high school looking for a part-time job, weekdays from 2 p.m. to close, weekends uh, 6 to noon, two shifts, and noon to close. Pick you up some money and maybe learn to play golf as well. Then the Gator Golf Club, which comes, stems out of Sugar Oaks, had their most recent event at a Chafala in Patterson. Tying for first place in the first flight was Heath Boudreaux and Mark Ami, plus five. And uh, the second flight winner was Billy Abair, plus eight. Their next event's going to be at the island in Plaquemine. And uh, thanks to Mr. Boyd Booty for getting me all this info. We'll skip that. Lafayette uh, Senior Men's Golf Association, their last event was played, well, they have two each month. Their out-of-town course was played right here in New Iberia at Sugar Oaks. First place went to Brett Galata. Second place, Richard Vinson. Then John Pierce and Steve Bienvenue. And then their home course, Municipal in Lafayette, Abab Municipal, was on the fourth Tuesday of the month. And that one was won by Louis Domingue. Second place, Henry Menard, Mel Patin, and Steve Bienvenue. Steve Bienvenue finished sec fourth in both of those tournaments. Of course, I just mentioned... Uh, Drew will be uh, calling us in the uh, third half of the hour. Uh, the state high school golf tournaments are being played all around Acadiana today and tomorrow. The farm is hosting uh, 5A, the wetlands 4A, and Cane Row 3A, and then Bayou Bend 1A. And I think Vaucheyne is hosting the girls. And so what, what a great economic boost to our community here in Acadiana to ha have all the uh, state tournaments in our area. It's also a great recruiting tool. As uh, Today when I was watching Drew on the front nine, I saw uh, Coach Chuck Weinstead with LSU and, of course, UL's coach uh, Theodore with uh, chatting together and following the players around. And now uh, which, um, which class is Drew? Oh, what, what is it? 5A. Oh, it's 5A. Yeah, yeah, Division I, 5A. Oh, so he's at the, the forum? He's at the forum, okay. yeah. All right. And then I looked up the scores. They're pretty good. Uh, a lot of kids, uh, I saw Ross uh, Anderson who signed with UL. He shot, I'm not sure where they played. They, he shot two under par. He plays for St. Louis in, uh, in uh, Lake Charles, and he's a UL signee. And then uh, Cale Fontenot shot 65. And his counterpart, Jay Mandel, shot 66. Of course, both of those boys are going on to play Division One A golf at uh, Georgia Tech and LSU as well. This, this is 36 holes? Yeah, tomorrow's the last day. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll talk about the Cajun soon as Theodore calls. Of course, they had that miraculous Sunbelt Conference championship win, which uh, shocked the golfing world, at least in college. And uh, we'll take a break, and uh, maybe he'll give us a call. If he's tuning in and listening, maybe he'll give us a call during the break. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand-new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. 
The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman and Ralph Boxcar Bajeron talking into the mics here about golf and wild boxcar. What a, what a great week for, for the Raging Cajuns as they, uh, they came home with the uh, Sunbelt Conference Championship uh, for the first time in 15 years in Theodore's tenure. And, uh, man, we were just so impressed. And every, that's the buzz going around, you know, Lafayette and New Iberia right now. And uh, I believe we got Theodore on the line, so uh, let's check it out and see if that's Coach Lyman. Hello there. How about them cages? How about it, man? That's the buzz. We, uh, we are so excited over here. And, uh, I mean, you know, just everybody uh, uh, around Acadiana is just uh, flabbergasted. What a miracle round, uh, a miracle tournament, really, that, uh, that, that your team played and uh, I want you to touch upon. I'm gonna ask the first question, then we'll give it to Box Score because I know he's itching. But uh, yeah, but that's, just, that's because I have poison yeah, ivy. Yeah, it's poison <laughs> ivy. But uh, no, the Cajuns uh, were very disappointing uh, according to everybody's standards going into this tournament, and yet they come out victorious. And I don't know the game of golf is fickle, but uh, wh- wh- what is your opinion on what made the big turnaround? Yeah, I think that's a wonderful, that's a very wonderful question. And, um, you know, I'm going to have to give credit outside of, of the coaching staff and outside of the players. And it, it started about, about three weeks ago before the tournament. Our athletic trainer came out to practice, which has never happened. And he, he, he and I are good friends. And um, his name is B.J. DePlanis. And <laughs> he's also the athletic trainer for the basketball team. And you can take BJ in small doses. He's a he's a fun loving, very comical guy, but you, you got to take him in small doses. And he mentioned to me he saw the struggles and he knows the struggles that we've been going through this spring. And he said, "Have you thought about getting somebody to come talk to the team?" And I, I said, "BJ, I haven't." But he said, "How about you find somebody outside of the program?" And so I called dear friend Brian Sonier, the physical therapist. Uh, Dad, you know Brian was a quarterback here at, at UL and has been a big supporter of ours for a long time. And Brian came and talked to the team about more than just golf. He talked to them about life. And he had a, he had a question that was really 
a, a really good question for the team. And this was, like I said, three and a half weeks before the conference championship. And he said, he said, when it's all said and done, what's going to be said? And he, he went into a little bit more detail about, you know, you, you're not the best team in the country. You're not the best team in the conference right now. But could you shift and do something a little extra that the best teams are doing? And, and he also talked about life. And when it's all said and done, what's going to be said about you and your legacy on this earth? And it, I, I, I saw in the team that uh, they just kind of came together a little bit more after that talk. And then we had BJ travel with us. And like I said, you can take BJ in small doses. So I, I, I don't envy Bob Marlin with BJ traveling every week with him because he drives me nuts with pulling my hair out. But for the week of conference, he... He had the guys loose. He had them laughing. He had them, he had them up at 5.30 in the morning communicating and talking and cutting up where, uh, you know, as a 15-year, I'd like to say, veteran coach, I learned a lot from a, from a veteran trainer that, you know, probably there's a lot of times the guys are uptight and tense due to their leader and that I need to evaluate a little bit more myself on how to be a little bit more like BJ and keep the boys loose. And Coach Andy did a great job. He always does a wonderful job of, of ribbing them and having them laugh and, and cut up. And uh, so I, I'd like to say that was kind of the, the start of it was those two guys, Brian, Sonia, and BJ. Wow, cool stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, Theo, just you know, kind of drawing an analogy with football, uh, that, that was one of Sean Payton's keys to success with the Saints is – he always brought in um, guys from outside of football to talk to the team, you know, and kind of, kind of give them some some perspectives, and, you know, and, and goals, and you know, again, like you said, it's it's kind of like self reflection. Have look at the end of the day, you 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 played the best you could. You're trying, you're putting in all the practice, you're putting in the hours. Um, that's that's one thing. But if 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 you're leaving something out. Um, you know, not taking it to the course. That's a whole different issue. So kudos to, 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 to you for, for being open to new ideas, you know, and maybe before the, the regionals you can uh, rent. Uh, well, you know, I don't guess when you rent stuff anymore, you can stream, uh, you know, Miracle on Ice, you know, some of the Rudy, you know, some of these uh, underdog stories and uh, give the team some inspiration. But, but um, yeah, so my question is uh, obviously um, – it, it was a dramatic finish. I mean, when you, you know, when you go down two nothing in, in in match play with you know with with a five five guys, that that's got to be that's got to be tough, you know. And, and 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 so, just talk a little bit about you know what it the the adversity that they overcame to get there. First of all, with that uh, you know Jake Marler and and, and his uh, thrilling twenty hole match to 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 you know um, get that semifinal victory, and then. Um, that that you know, key put Charlie Flynn sank and and you know guys who have really you know not like uh, you know not maybe lived up to what we thought they would be at the beginning of the season, uh, being able to come through in the clutch. Yeah, you know, uh, earlier this morning RP three at one hundred three seven asked some similar questions and and one of them was he said what was the goals going into the conference championship and the goals were to to make match play. You know that that was the goal. We knew that we knew that Georgia Southern, 26th in the country, that it, it was most likely that they would win the stroke play portion, 
and so our goal was to, to make it to match play. And a very consistent play. I was very proud. If you looked at it, we were the most consistent where, you know, we finished round one at sec- in second place. We finished round two at second place. And then we finished round three tied to third where the other schools kind of jumped out, jumped in, jumped out, jumped in. And so <laughs> after we made it to match play, you know, I, I woke up that morning of the of the match play at four in the morning due to some thunderstorms. And I'm going to tell you guys, that was the calmest I've ever been on game day. And any coach will tell you, game day, you're a little bit more uptight. You're probably, you know, a little bit more attention to detail. You're a little bit more on edge. I woke up at four in the morning and, and, and I just listened to, to however you want to call it, that my belief is God. And, and he just said, hey, just relax. Whatever happens, you got it. Whether you win or lose, you got it. It's okay. And I'm telling you, the calmness that I had that whole day was just incredible. And I, and I felt it too much with my guys. They were really just, they were not uptight, deer in the headlight. They were competing. And they were, they were focused. They were relaxed. And for Jake Marler to really not, not contribute in the stroke play portion, but to, to come from three back and go extra holes, and then, obviously, for Charlie, you know, that story right there is one beyond golf. Uh, you know, Charlie and, he, Charlie and I have talked about this numerous times, and there was a couple of times in his career that he, he very well could have been dismissed from this team for, for some mistakes that he made off the golf course. And I always believed in him as a golfer, and, and I couldn't give up on him as a person. And, and I couldn't... I couldn't, I couldn't kick him to the curve. I just, I, I knew what he had inside of him, and I knew that, that 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 God had him here for a reason. And you know, a big part of that reason was the relationship he, he and I have fostered. And, and I couldn't give up on him. And then you know, it, it was quite fitting on that final hole. I, I, I said to myself and to God, I said, God, you got a great sense of humor. A kid that gave me a lot of this gray hair. A kid that. A kid that, to, to some, could look as a as an embarrassment to the program at times, is going to be the young man that that does something historical for this team, and and sure enough, he did. And, and I cried like a baby, and I hugged him, and you can see the emotion on the on the on the ESPN coverage. Uh, no, n- nothing better than for that young man to, to, to take the take it on his shoulders and, and come through in the clutch for us. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, again, just so many guys came up uh, clutch at certain uh, points within this whole, you know, situation. I mean, you you look at Eli Artigo and, you know, he, he's winning three of his final four holes after trailing by one, uh, you know, to get a two-and-one victory before Marler sealed the win uh, in that semifinal match. And, I mean, you know, it's just it's just incredible to me. Now, what – Going into the final day, uh, or I didn't look at each day's results and, and how, how it kind of panned out, but did you juggle the lineup at all, or what kind of thought process? I, I know, like, in the Ryder Cup, that's very, very important with the captains, you know, and how they, how they send their guys out. Oh, 100%. And, 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 and I'll, be, I'll be perfect. You know, Georgia, Georgia Southern got caught sleeping, and – you know, we, we, we went there with six guys, and we were playing five the whole time. And Burke, the sixth man, knew that he was going there to learn, that he wasn't going to get any playing time. He knew that. And he took that role 
and he was excellent with it. He was such a positive teammate. Uh, and, and so the, the five guys were going to be the five guys for stroke play and match play. But what happened after that, we were sitting in the extra holes of Jake Marler's match, and I looked at Coach Andy Sheik, and I said, Coach, I think we're going to go in the finals. And I said, we we, we got a tall task ahead of us with the number two amateur in the world, Ben Carr, who just played the Masters, is their number one guy. And their, their, their number two guy, Mason Williams, is a three-time all-conference senior. Nonetheless, they, they got some heat. <laughs> and, and Andy said, well, what are you thinking? And I, I said, Andy, I said, we, we got to send some lambs to slaughter. We got to hope, we gotta hope that, that the, the matches can, can somehow fall, get steered our way, and, and he doesn't defer to us. So we quickly go into the meeting room, and Andy's sitting across the table from me, and it's me and the coach from Georgia Southern. And it's his choice to either defer or pick the first match. And I had his lineup, one through five, sitting on my phone. And he comes out with his fifth guy, first out. And I looked at Andy, and I tried to keep the biggest poker face I could. And Andy's big old blue eyes are just lighting up. And so I send Milan, our number one player. And then I try to, I try to trick him by sending our third guy, Charlie, out to see if he had any thought process in it. So I send Charlie out second and the coach sends out his fourth player and then follows his fourth player with his third player and when I saw he followed his fourth player with his third player I immediately threw I immediately knew what he was doing (laughs) and he was keeping his lineup five through one so I immediately threw Eli and Jake and then no disrespect but you know Matt was kind of our fifth guy and and struggling a little he played well in the stroke play but you know we had to send our work our theoretically our, our number five guy who would be in turn our worst player say not only use the word worst but to against their best and and it just it works we don't we we, sh- we not to say we don't win but we have a we have a much taller task if we go head to head five against five four against four three against yeah, three, two, sure. two one against one and so it it really uh like i said caught him caught him sleeping and and, and he had the attitude going into that match even though that lineup he could sense they thought they thought the match was going to be over about four o'clock, <laughs> and, and the Cajuns proved them wrong, and it was pretty fun. Well, Theodore, y'all advancing to regionals. Uh, I have two uh, a two part question here. Uh, when's the last time the Raging Cajuns, if you know, have advanced out of regionals to play in the NCAA? And then, when and where will you find out about where y'all going for regionals? Yeah, the, the last time we went to the national championship would have been in the in the Chris Pop Craig Perks era, which would have been which would have been in the in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had Matt Trevino as a as an individual make it to the national championship in the late nineties, the year he won the, the state amateur at Lurchrant. But as a team making it to nationals, the last time that happened was in the probably ninety four ninety five era. And then what was the two? The, the other part of that question. The other part is uh, when will you find out where you're going? How many regionals do they have, and how many teams advance out of the to the NCAA championship? Yeah, so there's six regions. There, there's two in the west, two in the central, two in the east. And the the ones in the west would be California and Las Vegas. Central would be Michigan and Oklahoma, and then the east would be South Carolina and Auburn, Alabama. Um, Wednesday is the selection show, which is 1 o'clock Eastern on the Golf Channel. 
and we're going to do it for all the listeners and you guys as well. We're doing a watch party at Oakbourne at noon to, for, for that selection show, so you're more than welcome to come. See, I was going to that's when oh. we'll find out where we go. Um, as of for advancing on to nationals, there's 81 teams in the region, so you're either going to have 13 or 14 schools at a regional. And out of those 81 schools, five advance from each region, so 30 schools advance, and then the lone individual from each region not on a team advancing, so six individuals advance to, to nationals. Yeah, I was going to ask that, uh, that, that, that question <clears throat> along uh, the lines of, um, of the regionals. Um, I know, you know, it, it kind of it always varies when it comes to, to, to baseball. But in, in, at one point in time, the NCAA tried to keep teams, you know, relatively local. I mean, that's why UL ends up in the Baton Rouge Regional a lot of times. Um, just because of financial purposes, as, as, you know, travel, as well as, uh, you know, fan support. But do you have a sense, I mean, in golf, do, is there a, a rhyme or a reason to where they, they might send you? Because it looks geographically like <laughs> Auburn, and I, I guess, he's, is Norman closer than South Carolina? I don't know. I, yeah. You know, okay. To, to answer your question there, up until last year, <coughs> the NCAA would do what they call an S-curve, where they, the 81 schools, would be seated 1 through 6, 7 through 12, 13 through 18, and so forth, right? So you, they would take, starting in the west, they would go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all the way to the east. Then they would follow back with 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in, a, in an S-curve shape. Last year, though, talking with uh, LSU's coach today, actually, at the state championships chuck and i were walking that front nine and <coughs> chuck was saying that last year they kind of went away from it that there was really no rhyme that there was no s-curve they kind of just put people different places and he also he also saw that there was a prediction that lsu and the cajuns <coughs> would potentially both be in the same region at in norman oklahoma which i think would be quite fantastic if that would happen and is that um that that's something that y'all y'all would try. I mean, I mean, look, this is a pretty special deal. You know, do do you still travel in the in the team van that uh, you know that far, or, or would would there be a charter bus or flight or anything different? No, we. I it, it mean, if it's outside of a of a certain drive, you know, if it's outside of a, a eight hour drive, I'm not allowed to to drive. So we would. We would fly, and, and if we have to fly, and you know, I'm going to maybe get a little creative, talk to some some supporters of the program. There might be one in particular <laughs> that he's been he's been very generous in the past, um, and has flown us in in, in, a, in, a, in a nice uh, nice uh, citation. <laughs> okay. And if that's the case, I would I would have no problem as well driving the van myself a day or two early, and and, and flying the team up. So we'd have our van and that luxury of travel, but then also they could have some fun and uh, and, and feel like some rock stars as well. well. Let me ask you this: Is BJ going? I'm hoping. I've, I've begged <laughs> him. I've begged him. It is. It is on Mother's Day, and he has a wife and a young yeah. daughter, so that could be a challenge to get to get him away from Mama. But uh, I hope I hope he and Andy both are coming. But I, I do also understand that. Uh, Right. You know, I understand that they might have some obligations to stay at home. 
No question. Well, well go ahead, Box. Yeah, no, I just wanted to. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I mean, I know, you know, obviously it's a long time to, to, to be at your craft and, and feel like, man, you know, we, we haven't quite reached the – reached our goals or, or fulfilled our potential uh, but you know to see this all come together I mean it truly is a, a an underdog story um, you know kind of come to life here for, for, for the for the Cajun golf program and um, I just want to credit you for you know all these years just being you know number one staying the course and and being the the kind of coach these young men need as far as getting more out of life than just golf, um, but then also seeing your dreams come to fruition, you know, and, and let's hope that, you know, those dreams have higher aspirations. I, I'm a firm believer, like you said, I think there's a plan, a bigger plan than we're all kind of privy to, so who knows how it turns out, right? But anything's possible, and uh, I certainly, you know, wish you all the very best of luck, and uh, whatever whatever happens at regionals, uh, uh, just want to let you know how, how very proud um, I am to, you know, call you a, a friend and, 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 and a coach, and, and, um, and, and I wish you the best of luck. Well, I, I greatly appreciate that, and I can tell you, Boxcar, it's been overwhelming with the amount of phone calls and text messages. And people, people calling me and saying, hey, we, I cried, that, that they cried like a baby whenever, whenever they watched the, the, the final, and, and that means the world to me. And and I'm with you. You know this this isn't over. And I and I did I did share with the boys on the fun ride home that we had. And I, and I said, boys, and the, the normal fan wouldn't really pay attention to this, but obviously, as a coach, you, you pay attention to every little detail there is out there. And this year, counting this victory against Georgia Southern, the Cajun golf team has beaten four teams ranked inside the top twenty throughout the year. We beat Georgia out in Hawaii, who was ranked 20th. We beat Ole Miss, who was ranked 22nd. We beat North Florida, who was ranked 29th. And then we just beat Georgia Southern, who was ranked 26th. So that's, that's not the fluke factor, right? There, there's something to be said that the team has beaten multiple top 20s on different occasions. Now the key would be to keep them relaxed and see if they can go do that at regionals. And at learning from the last time over 10 years ago, we went to the Greensboro Regional, and I'll, I'll tell you that we were seated number nine going into that region, and we played tight, we played scared, we, we were too serious, we were, and the message that we're going to send to this team going to this regional, it's going to be fun. We're going, we're taking notes from BJ DePlanis, and we're going to have some fun with this. We're going to prepare, and we're going to try, and we're going to compete. But, but darn it, we're gonna we're gonna go enjoy it and have fun. There you go, go Cajuns. We're pulling for you for sure. Absolutely, Theo. Best. Let of me luck, hang buddy. up with you. Thank I you. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a young high school guy that I don't <laughs> know. Maybe maybe <laughs> tell him that the, the, the golf coach was kind of talking about him, hoping <laughs> to recruit him. But I think he's itching to call y'all too. All Super. Right. Good luck, go Cajuns. All right. So we'll patiently await for. Uh, Another call from my grandson, Drew, and, uh, yeah. you know, that's a good interview, Boxcore. I, 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 think, uh, I think Theodore has hit some magic there. You know, it's, uh, it's a game where you've got to have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not, you know, you can't play. You can't play the game uptight. Right. Well, that's, we, we know that on, on a different level even. But, and it's not, I mean, honestly, Teddy, it's not just golf. You know, I mean, if, if you look at athletes on every level, 
Um, yeah, I mean, you have a certain degree of seriousness you have to. But if you go out too tight, you, you're not going to ever perform to your maximum capability. You know, that, no. that's football, basketball, Any baseball. Spring. I mean, I, I can tell you numerous <clears throat> kids that I coached, you know, in peewee and little league that were practice warriors and could hit the cover off the ball in practice and just never because they weren't really worried about it and then get in a game and tighten up and they'd strike out every time yeah. you know and it's like it's frustrating you know when you see that happen but but yeah that that relaxation factor is very key all right well let's go to the phone lines again and say hello you're on the air with chip shots could this be drew yes this is hey pops hey drew all right, I got Boxcar on the other end here. I'm sure he's going to have a few questions for you, but uh, let me start out with uh, I watch your front nine. Uh, I know what you finished up with, even par 72. I watch your front nine, and it was like a roller coaster. You had three birdies and two bogeys, finished up one under par. Uh, give me an assessment of your uh, entire round, beginning with you know the front nine and how it progressed through. Yeah, I mean, I made a few birdies, like you said, got to drop a few putts. I just tried to, I had a few sloppy mistakes, which, which led to some bogeys, but uh, I knew if I could just limit my mistakes to bogeys, I could keep myself in it. And then on the back nine, I had two more, two more bogeys back-to-back and kind of just stayed patient. I knew I had a par five as my last hole, and so took advantage of that one to finish strong. But, yeah, it was a good day. Good, good. You're still in contention. You know, you're, what, five shots behind. And uh, I, I know your mindset, it should be anyway, is to, uh, to finish strong and win the tournament, not necessarily finish in the top five or whatever, but uh, to go ahead and win. So uh, what, 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 did you, uh, what part of your game do you think you need to, uh, to focus on or concentrate on or improve between now and tomorrow? Oh, definitely my short <laughs> game. I uh I definitely left some shots out there with the wedge in my hand, and I hit I hit some good approach shots. Could have been a little better off the tee. Kind of got sloppy with that on in those last few holes, but definitely the chipping and putting. Okay, so, so Drew, when, when, you know this is box car. When, whenever um, yeah. you're, um, <clears throat> let's just say you're you're behind in a tournament like that. I mean, at at at, at what point do you say? Um, man, I need to shoot at every flag versus picking your spots. Because, you, you know, as you know, you can't – there are just certain flags you really shouldn't go after, you know. So, so do you have a game plan going in once you are – you know, once you – do you, well, number one, do you all get a pin sheet at the beginning of the round that gives you all the, the different locations? And then do you kind of formulate a, a game plan based on that? Yeah, so we do get a pin sheet. Um, they give that to us at the beginning, and I don't really think my game plan changes throughout the tournament, depending on where I am. I kind of always stick with the same thing. With a wedge, I'll kind of fire at the pins, but with the, those longer irons, I'll play smart, middle of the green. But, yeah, when I'm a few behind like I am today, I'm not going to change anything going into tomorrow. I'm going to just go do my thing. Try to try to make as many birdies as I can and play as if I'm playing match play with the golf course. There you go. Good, good, good strategy. Yeah, there. very good strategy. That's that's awesome. And you know, you, you could take a key from your daddy and, and his golf team. What they've just done in in their their state uh, their championship, 
you know, uh, is they, they relaxed, they had fun, they, they lightened it up and uh, didn't take it so seriously. And uh, voila, they, they had a big, big uh, win in the Sun Belt Conference. So maybe that's the kind of attitude you can have going into tomorrow. Most definitely. Because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to have fun. There so. you go. That's, Good deal. That's what it is, that man. Is, yeah. Well, look, uh, I know a, a few weeks ago <coughs> you had <coughs> a, what, what we'd have to consider a very special nine holes of golf uh, that, that very few people ever get to experience. So tell us a little bit about that, uh, that magical nine and, and, uh, and how you didn't even realize that you had shot that score at the end. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I, I remember I made the turn at two over, and I knew if I could just, if I could just keep myself in it, I could, I could come right back. And so I saw one go in on 10, and then I think I saw another one go in on 12. And so after that, it, was, it just started rolling. And, yeah, at the end of it, my dad came up to me, and he's like, you realize what you just did? I was <laughs> like, no, not really. And he's like, you just shot 29. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it, that was a special day. It was really cool. All right, so what time do we tee it up tomorrow uh, at the farm? Uh, we do not know yet. You do not but, know, yeah. so uh, I'm sure you're going to text Pops and give him the times because you know I'll be there and I'm going to stay the whole the whole time this time. I left you when you were one under par and you ended up even, so that's not a good omen. I'm going to stay the whole round this time. <laughs> yeah, you're my good luck job. You're doing right. I think I've, I've watched you more play more holes of golf you know, this uh, season than your mom, your dad, and all your other grandparents combined. So uh, I should get some kind of award, you know. And tomorrow's <laughs> going to be it. I'm gonna shoot, you're going to shoot an under par round. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hey, Drew, j- just uh, a, a, a question here. Um, uh, you know, I know you mentioned that, you know, you, you felt like your short game needed to come around tomorrow. But in general, not just, not just today's round, but, but where do you feel you've progressed the most as a, a young golfer um, through your, your junior career to, to this point? And then, again, going forward, you know, what aspect of the game do you really want to kind of dial in on? Um, I'd say I've probably progressed the most on my wedges. And my course management, I've been always really trying hard to not just blast driver every hole, pick my spots, pick my targets. And so I probably in the future, over this summer, definitely the putter is where I really want to get good at because that's the scoring club. And so if I can master that, then as they say, it's the, it's the great equalizer. Yes, so, it oh. is. <laughs> We've seen many guys win majors, uh, uh, you know, because they, they should, probably shouldn't have, you know, with the rest of their game, but because their putter was – was just so good. You, know, you probably just need to get you a, a zebra from like the 19, <laughs> 1970s or so, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to get it tomorrow, you know. That's, uh, that's where you need to focus on, and you'll get it tomorrow. I got a good feeling for you. Most definitely. Well, thank you all. Yeah, all right, no, Drew. Uh, I, look, I just wanted to tell you, man, again, congratulations on, on your career so far and, and uh, looking forward. I know you can't, you know, say things on the radio about recruiting and your goals in the future and all that good stuff. So I get that. But uh, I do remember that one time got to play a, a round with you when you were just a little bitty kid, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, really just very proud of you. Kind of keep up to date with uh, your stuff through Pops here. 
And I uh, just want to give you kudos for being the, the only uh, uh, member of the family so far without a full white beard. So, <laughs> so that's an accomplishment <laughs> in itself. You're working on it, though. Keep, keep shaving, oh, yeah. Drew. It, it, it's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, man. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll see you then. Thank you all. All good, right. Good luck, Drew. Okay, boxcar. Looks like we got all the slimers done. <laughs> got, <laughs> any, got any Bajorons on the other side? Stuff. No. We, the ba- no <laughs> Not no, long, though. Nothing on the Bajoron <laughs> side right now. Uh, you know, we, we, we played – we just finished our last flag football game uh, Saturday. And, uh, man, I'm going to tell you what. I drove up there. I was initially just going to go in shorts, and I kind of looked at my, my phone. I'm like, well, there's no way it's going to be a high of – 62 or whatever <laughs> so i said but let me just bring a jacket in case you know mm-hmm. but i didn't bring a heavy enough jacket <laughs> i got up there it was cold man and then it started drizzling on top of that uh so i was like man what a way to finish up it and, you know they started off the season with they played i think it was 40 degrees and mm. then the rest of the five games have been beautiful weather and then we ended up with it and then of course it got beautiful again the day right after you know i mean the last couple of days good god well, and you today just, was just you talk awesome. about you know just i don't know what wednesday looks like for the pro-am but i hope it's uh i think it, it's, it's supposed to still uh, hold hold intact throughout thursday to thursday so uh we'll good. see yeah i'm looking forward to that as well you know well, um, I did watch a little golf on TV this past week, you know, a weekend. And, and uh, uh, boy, it was, it's pretty, you know, when you talk about horses for courses, I, you know, and, we, you, and you can go back on Tiger's career and you can see, you know, where, I mean, he won a majority of his, you know. No question. You know, tournaments at a handful of courses, you know. And, and, and then last, last year, John Rahm won the Mexico Open and I think uh, Brandon Wu uh, and Tony Finau were right up there. Maybe sec- Tied for second. Yeah, tied for second. And then this year, the same scenario plays out, basically, except Tony Finau, you know, uh, yeah, switched on him, you know. But, I mean, boy, what a, what a beautiful round of golf he played. And, and Teddy, this, you know, and I like Tony. I mean, I always like Tony Finau. He's just a – seems like a great guy. He, uh, he's now won four times, I think, in his last – maybe eight starts uh, or something 18 like starts. 18 starts. Yeah. So, but I think six career victories now. Something like so that, So, it yeah. goes to show you he's just kind of hitting his stride right now. And now, you know, he needs to take that next step and win a, you know, win a big, big, big major or big, right. at least a big tournament. But this was what got, what touched my heart. Four hours after he finished his round, he was caddying for his kids at a little par three course. <laughs> he went out there and played with them that same evening you know and and that's just to me incredible and and uh yeah wasn't he voted the uh, the most liked player yeah, yeah. on the tour or some, and, something and like that all his family was you know was there to, to meet him on the 18th hole and and uh, uh but to, to read that you know that after the you know four hours later he's he's caddying for him to two of the kids uh at a little par three you know and yeah. and uh i thought that was just remarkable because we we think of these guys as being prima donnas and you know kind of uh, and some of them are yeah oh no they, no no doubt they're all but, but this guy's got it right he, he he somehow he can balance the humility with with the drive to win and beat 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 you know be the best he can be right and and that's always something i've uh, i've kind of honored i always pull for somebody that has that and my favorite player tom watson i think has that as well yeah, he, he, and you're right. I mean, he was voted the tour nice guy, 
last year by um, and and you know when Golf Digest interviewed him, he said. I have no issue telling a guy nice shot because saying those words doesn't affect me. I actually <laughs> like seeing quality shots because it gives me good mojo. But he said you have to be selfish when it comes to winning. There because, you go. Because you have a short window to do it. And, and you know, it, it's a perfect balance. You know, yeah. You, that's you, what you're looking you, for. You, you, know, you don't need to be a jerk. You know, you can be a good, a good competitor. Right. And then, but when you coming down the stretch well you you want to beat the other guy exactly you know you, you can have both i mean and, that, and he, he exemplifies that no I, I i really was very very happy to, to see him get that uh, get that victory so and, right. and i want to also just give credit to john rom for look man this guy's been through a grueling stretch of golf Ooh, you know kidding. recently and and you know winning the he masters time off. most guys you know would take a um a little you know but Obviously, you know, being Spaniard, it was very important to him to play, mm-hmm. in, you know, def, you know, um, be a part of the Mexico Open and defend his his title, you know. And, and it's and, a and much that's another great thing that he's uh, that makes me pull for him even more. You oh, know, absolutely, he would do something like that. This is a and, and look, this is a very talented young group of golfers that were out there. You know, mm-hmm. this Bajeda, this the, the guy who finished third, mm-hmm. uh, lefty, uh, look, he don't weigh 130 pounds soaking wet, but can he bomb it? Can he bomb it? Yeah. And, and Brandon Wu, another really good player, you know, finished sure. high at the Zurich uh, in the, the team event. So, so golf's in good hands. You know, I, I find it comical. I just, I, I totally forget about the, you know, I see all this stuff about, well, live golfers want the OWGR, you know, ratings and all that. I've forgotten about all of them. I saw a picture of, yeah, uh, of uh, DeChambeau. I couldn't believe how skinny he is now, you know, and, and, but they're just out of sight, out of mind, you know. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, and uh, we appreciate it. And uh, to all you guys listening in, tune in again next week, and we'll have results from uh, State High School Golf around Acadiana. Good night. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. (laughs) 